0: Three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We are the real pineapple. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Colin, who's apparently opening a beer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? That's just a sound effect that we use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was me closing my door. Um, Colin, how are you, sir?
1: I'm super chill. How you doing? Yeah. We we
0: we've had we've had a couple drinks here tonight, boys and girls. Hey, perfect, How dare you? Which is a perfect reason to review the children's movie. <laughs>
1: It's almost as awkward as when I walk in all by myself to like a bunch of kids and parents, and I'm just like, I'm not creepy. I just I like to review movies.
0: Well, we well, we'll try being the awkward like dirty old black dude crying in the corner. Because <laughs> I am a very ugly crier. Like to quote New Girl, I I do cry just as long on that show.
1: Yeah. there is like, a there is some some choking up moments in this one.
0: Yeah, so we're talking about Coco, and I'm just going to get this, so I'm just going to say, Pixar recently, uh, I really enjoyed Finding Dory, actually, I really enjoyed Finding Dory, but I remember the good dinosaur I wasn't a fan of, uh, uh, Cars 2, I think.
1: Inside Out was good.
0: Inside Out was amazing, I do love Inside Out, um... Cars two is a piece of shit. I refuse to see Cars three. I'm just I'm not even. Like is that tech?
1: Is that Pixar still or is that, that just Disney? That is, Disney? Yeah. That is that, Pixar. That is, okay.
0: That is Pixar. Yeah. Okay. So, so going into this, I, I I did kind of have that feeling I got when Disney was like, hey, we're doing Princess and the Frog, and I remember a bunch of people like, oh, are they doing a movie starring black people? It's like, oh God, really? That's we're still there. All right. So going into this. I was really happy, because I was like, you know what, like, you know, seeing a movie of minorities and really immer- immersed in the uh, Latino culture, like, that's that's awesome, okay. Because just on the music alone, I was really curious how that, that was going to work, and we'll get there in a second. But before And it's, we get... I mean,
1: it's set in Mexico. It's straight yeah. up Mexico.
0: Yeah, but before we can get to Coco, we have to talk about this 21... 21- minute cinder block that's tied around coco which is called olaf's bullshit adventure that's what it should be called and so i think I've, i don't think i have really mentioned it too much on the podcast i think frozen is an okay movie i think it, i think it's good but i wasn't over the moon with it like everyone it seems like well it's concert.
1: a sing it's a sing-along
0: yeah it it, it is it's and a
1: mu- it's like a musical so the people that love it they just love the songs
0: yeah, but I mean, as far as an actual movie, I'm just like, I don't, I'm like, eh, yeah. okay. Like, it's good, but I still think Tangled is a far better movie than, than Frozen is. And, and Josh Gad, I will be the first to admit, as, as much as I love him on uh, Murder on the Orient Express, I, I still do hold uh, some hate for him from, for him from, uh, from Pixels because his shtick can just be fucking grating like oh my god Ah," like and he just like gets really loud and just dumb so (laughs) tell me how you really feel dude dude so i go into this movie i had no idea the short was gonna be
1: i didn't either which is like if you if you need to know like people need to like warn you like you should have an option to skip it
0: you really should and and honestly so i'll tell you right now if your theater shows like one o'clock for a showing you could show up at 1 and not miss the movie because you'll probably get 10 minutes at least uh if not 15 minutes of previews and then you have 21 minutes it's a goddamn uh snowman trying to figure out the a tradition uh christmas tradition for uh the frozen bitches and i just i'll i'll be honest with you colin uh at five minutes i was pretty irritated by it because i just thought olaf was pretty annoying and at 10 minutes i went all right dude, cool like i've had my fill we're, we're good and then it went an additional 10 minutes and i just went man dude just,
1: it was so long
0: it really felt like it wasn't gonna end. Oh, I, 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 I was I like, mean, "Did I walk
1: into the wrong movie? Is there a Frozen Two that just came out that I didn't know of that <laughs> I just walked into?" Oh man, dude! Like, I hated how like I wasn't prepared for that. Like, I, I, I really feel like that was like you know duped into seeing something I didn't want to see or like at least like let me know like what I'm getting in store for.
0: Yeah, like. I mean, we we really just had no choice on what we saw. Much like a girl going up to a Louis C.K. hotel room. We just had no
1: idea. Ha <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> but We just had no idea yeah. what we were walking and, into. And, and so, and dude, like, Pixar's known for doing this type of thing. They always have, like, their little shorts that they like to play, right? And, like, a lot of them are actually good. Like, there was, like, the lava one in front of Inside Out. Like, yeah. Where wow. it's, like, the little volcano. And then there's also, like... The, I forget which movie it was before, but there's one about like a dog that used to get all the table scraps, um, and it's like from the dog's point of view. Was
0: that Finding Dory?
1: I yeah, I was it Finding Dory? I think but, it was Finding Dory. Yes, yeah, and I, I forget what that one was called. But it was about the little dog, and like those ones are good. Those ones are only like five minutes tops, right? Exactly. And then like this one, I was like, what the? What is going on? Is this still? Like, this is really, like, 15 minutes in, and it doesn't even seem like they're at the end yet? I was losing my mind.
0: Yeah, they took their sweet time on this one, and it would be different if they were able to somehow craft a decent story out of it, but it's just, it fucking drags. I mean, it's really, it's the length of a TV episode, mm-hmm. honestly, with commercials. Or that with dog, commercials. dog one was
1: called Feast, I just remembered. Yeah, there you go.
0: I actually own that on my Amazon, because it was like yeah. 99 cents. It's like, oh, super
1: adorable. That.
0: It, yeah, the dog is—he's a good boy, but yeah. um, but but I will say that that short might have helped the movie because just when the movie started, I was like, "Oh, thank God, something!" I was like, "Say something else besides this fucking snowman." Yeah. But um, I was so pretty I was,
1: annoyed that like I know that this movie was almost two hours—it's like an hour and fifty minutes—and like I'm sitting there and I was like, I wasn't planning on starting this movie at you know. 12 30 i was planning on starting it at 12 like what's going on
0: yeah i, I mean I, I i feel you i i think what uh, what helped me is and, and i'll be honest it took me it changed my mood i did a full 180 because after that fucking short i was sitting there just stewing in my seat like oh this movie's fucking terrible but then there's this amazingly awesome like uh like mexican rendition of the of the Disney theme yeah and the castle comes up and I went okay that all right that that helped a lot so that mm-hmm. kind of switched my mood and I gotta say man I I don't know how I would list my Pixar movies but this might creep onto my top 10 list I enjoyed the shit out of this honestly uh mm. yeah kind of your uh, your thoughts
1: uh So Pixar, I think, without a doubt, is just, like, a step above the rest when it comes to, like, how, like, beautiful their movies look, right? Yes. Like, I think Pixar is just, they have the best animators. I I don't know, like, they they probably get paid the best. I I have no idea. But, dude, these movies just look better and better. And this is one of the best-looking Pixar movies to date. It's absolutely gorgeous. Like, when he goes to, like, the Land of the Dead... And we'll get into the plot in, in a second, but, I mean, just just the way it all looks is is gorgeous. Um, uh, I, I didn't really know what to expect. Like, I didn't, like, you know, just the name Coco, you really get nothing from that. Um, I've seen the trailer. I know it was about, like, you know, it was like about, like, family, and he's obviously, like, the, it's about a kid, and he's, you know, he's a musician...
0: Little immigrants, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kidding, people. <laughs> um,
1: and then like it seems like most of the movies like a bunch of skeletons, like, um. So yeah, I didn't really know what to expect. I just knew it was Pixar. I know it oh, looked well, beautiful. Well, yeah. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. a little beerski. A little. What? what are you talking about? <laughs> a little pod Not beer. A little Not pod beer. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. I I didn't know what to expect. Um. A, it's, it's a, like, I'll say this. It's like, it's it's a really good story. It's a very sweet story. And I would also like to point out, like, the fact that this is, like, all voiced by what I can see is, you know, basically all Latinos. Um, it's all about, you know, Mexican culture and, you know, like, especially concerning, like, Dia de los Muertos, like, the Day of the Dead um and and just the culture of of mexico and 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 everything like the fact that pixar you know chose to do that and put so much energy and money into making this new big you know pixar disney pixar movie like i i did i commend them i like it's in you know in certain times where you're seeing like things you know, are everything's going the wrong direction. It's nice to see <laughs> Disney going, you know, in the right direction, being like, no, we need to embrace culture. We need to embrace our neighbors to the south. We need to, you know, you know, be more, you know, more, like, supportive of, and if anything, it's going to teach kids, you know, culture of of, of Mexico and, and, you know, the Day of the Dead and, you know, how they appreciate family and, you know, the things that are really important in their culture. So, dude, I, like, when it comes to that type of stuff, like, this movie, you know, is awesome. I love that.
0: So, I'm just going to say right now, so full spoilers for this, by the way, too, Um, I just got to say, man, he, uh, this movie, you're right, it's one of those beautiful things I've seen, uh, in animation uh, ever you're right that when they get to the land of the dead it, it's just the color palette is fucking insane when you get there it's like holy shit I mean they're and it's different shades of colors too. Yeah. Which I, did you, I Did did you
1: have like the little opening where they showed you like behind the scenes or whatever? There's like I did. Yeah. yeah. They they play. I like that they played that right before the movie started. Where just like you like just so you really appreciate what you're about to see. Like this is literally like millions of of individual moving parts all animated. It's like there's no filler or anything. Like this is all a real working like environment that you're watching. I'm just like that's pretty impressive.
0: I, I I always I had that flashback to that uh, and Oswald bit about kids being at the spirit cave and being like oh these are new animators when they get the skunk and they're all depressed and they're all- <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's great yeah I remember that
0: that that's where my mind went so to get in the plot real quick full spoilers by the way um, so uh, Miguel who's played by Anthony Gonzalez he grew up uh, idolizing uh, Ernesto de la Cruz uh, ooh God you- catch my Spanish. That was pretty, that was <laughs> pretty good. That was pretty good. Thank you, thank you. Um, who's voiced by Benjamin Bratt, which I did not recognize his voice at all, so kudos to him for just not, because i didn't usually create good voices, and I just, I didn't catch his at all, so um, I, oh god, was it his, was his great-great, was it his great-grandfather, if memory serves?
1: Um, yeah, well, it, it's his great-grandmother's dad, so it'd be great-great, oh, yeah. Oh, great-great, yeah,
0: great-great-grandfather, so like one of the most like famous uh, musicians, like the, yeah. I guess you could compare him to what you probably compare him to, like like a Mexican like like Elvis. Elvis. Probably.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. It was like basically he's he's he has like the kind of following that like Elvis has in in America.
0: Yeah, and you know he, he starred in you know I'm sure a bunch of crappy movies and <laughs> yeah and all that and and so he wants to be a you know he wants to be a musician like 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 his great grand uh, great great grandfather. And basically his uh, Ernesto just ran out on his wife to become the most famous musician and so music is banned in the house. And when I say it's banned, it's fucking banned. There's a point where some people were playing music outside and the grandma like runs out, goes like, like get away and like hit them with her cane and I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> like you really don't like music. It it's pretty it it's almost comical in the way that music is banned, but when you find out like the backstory you go well okay that you probably would have that extreme of a reaction so basically uh there's this uh this like kind of talent kind of like a talent showcase that takes place in like the town square miguel goes to play it and he doesn't have a guitar so he sneaks into (laughs) ernesto de la cruz's grave and goes to steal his and at that point he's transported uh to the land of the dead, where basically he has to get, he has to find his way home with the help of a couple of good old misfits. But so I mean, it's it's definitely a you know kind of a standard plot with yeah. some twists with, with, with some twists thrown in. Um, I will say, uh, I thought the voice acting across the board was fucking pristine. Uh, there, there was no one I went, oh, they didn't bring it. Everyone in this movie, it. It feels so authentic. I love the way they really do embrace Mexican culture, as you mentioned. Uh, the music, the score in here is maybe the best score that Pixar has had, in my opinion, since *The Incredibles*. Because I love the the, the the score for *The Incredibles*, but the, the music just across the board. It's so it's immersive, and I was I found myself like doing a little a little, a little juke and jive in my seat. I was like, oh shit! I was like, okay. <laughs> um, he plays um, one of Ernesto's songs at the. Uh, like the Day of the Dead talent show. Dude, I was dancing in my seat. I won't even lie. I was sitting there. I was eating my Panda Express that I snuck in. And I, <laughs> I was dancing in my seat. I was like, get him, Miguel. Hell yeah. Like, I just, I I love the music in this. I mean, even when he's just running around the town, the music is so immersive. And there's a great joke with his, uh, with his, uh, um, his, uh, grandma, uh, mama, mama Coco. Um, where she goes to give him food. Oh, no, it's not mom cookies, so I think it's his mom who gives him food. Uh, or her mom who gives him food. And she's like, Oh, you want a tamale? He's like, Oh, yeah, I'm good with just one. And she like glares at him I'm like, No, you totally want seven. Like, you don't have any bones. And I've definitely been at Mexican <laughs> friends' houses where that's been the thing. Where it's like, Oh, I'm good with this, this. And it's like, No, you want more. It's like, Oh, shit, all right. Uh, so I thought that was just really, really sweet. And I don't know, man. I was sitting there the whole time and. I I I, sorry I gotta go back to the to the uh, Olaf short real quick. I'm sorry. Can you just not let? Could you not let Mexican people just have this movie without sneaking the fucking Olaf thing? Like it just came across a little whitewashy. Like am I am I am I reaching for straws, Colin? Did Did that come across a little bit or?
1: Like I I don't know if I felt that way, but like right when it happened, I was just like, oh, this is gonna piss people off. I was like, especially like people that were coming to see Coco and had no idea, and they were like excited to see like the authentic, you know, Mexican Pixar movie, and then all of a sudden you get a 20-minute, you know, uh, you know Olaf's, you, you know, adventure where it's nothing but white people, you know, in Norway or whatever. So I'm just, like, I was just like, I was like, <laughs> I I know they mean well. They're like trying to surprise kids that are you know kids that are Frozen fans, and being like, oh, here's a little treat, little surprise. But I was like, dude, this is going to piss people off. This was such a stupid idea. I don't know why the hell they thought this was a good idea.
0: Yeah, it, it, just, it just came... It, for me, it just came across... It just rang very hollow. And there's just really no reason to do it when it comes down to it. I just went, don't do that. Like, There's no reason to do this. And they just couldn't fucking help themselves. Uh, I think for me... Um, it did come. It came across very um, much like, hey, Frozen 2 2019, that's coming out, you get to know that, right? I, I, I just, I don't know, it was really unnecessary and it really did actually irritate me that I had, I, I'm not just because the, the short was dog shit, but it did come across of, oh, you can't have, like, the full movie. It, it would be like if like, and and this would actually still irritate me if they put a captain America short before Black Panther I'd be irritated I like I don't I don't like I love Captain America but this is a black panther movie don't don't give me that give me like let me enjoy this for its own thing but um so I just kind of want to talk about the characters here so by the time I got to the end of the movie uh so Hector's kind of like this uh who I'm gonna butcher these names because these are these are some of the most Mexican names ever <laughs> in the cast. So it's uh, uh let's try this. Uh, G- uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, sure, sure. <laughs> um, who voices Hector? Who comes across a little like a, a, a little like a little bit like a hustler, you know? When he's talking to Miguel, he befriends him in the in the line of the den. and says, "Hey." Well, you when know, you I first
1: can... meet him, he's dressed like a woman, so I would say so. Yeah. That, that. <laughs>
0: So, I mean, he does come across kind of like, okay, he's gonna try to, you know, screw me over, and and I love the way how how Hector gets his redemption at the very end. I mean, the thing about this movie is, if you've seen enough film, and, you know, we, we review a lot of stuff, but we watch, so, we watch so much stuff that we don't even review. I mean, there's a point where you can put the pieces together and figure out, you know, A to B, A, B to C, etc. But, I'm gonna be honest if you're When they got to the end with Hector and him trying to get, uh, to make sure he didn't uh, Mama Coco didn't lose uh, her memory of him, dude. I was bawling my eyes out. Like I was crying like uncomfortably. I was like crying into my sweatshirt. I was like goddamn fucking Disney magic. Like it 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 got me, man. Um, and I thought that the relationship between him and Miguel, there's a point where they're playing together for that concert, and it's just such a sweet moment. And Hector's, like, cheering them on. And I just... I don't know, man. This, this movie, it, it, it gave me the feels, man. Like, it, it, it really did. Um, mm-hmm. And when you find out <laughs> about Ernesto de la Cruz and how he killed Hector to get his fame, it's like, Jesus Christ, okay. So for a kid's film, I mean, it's kind of... It's pretty fucked up, honestly. You'd be like, oh, yeah, Colin Colin poisoned me to take over Real Pineapple. Like, it's... He was like, oh, <laughs> like, it was... <laughs> It, it was it was actually sad, but I would do it's it. Cool that, yeah, I know. make sure I don't drink anything you hand me. But uh, but it, it was it was actually pretty intense. I found for a kids movie because Ernesto, that sw- when that switch flips, it is like oh oh. By the way, Miguel, it's been really nice to meet you. Oh, you're gonna fuck up my plans. Let me go ahead and kill you real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it gets crazy. Kinda, yeah, kind of. what you think about that?
1: Um. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was fine. Uh, like you definitely like this movie more than me. I'm gonna say that right now. You you've been you've been talking it a lot. Um, like I thought the story was like pretty basic. Um, but and so so like the final reveal, like when, when you realize you know he Hector's the father, um, and you, you know they, they there really wasn't like a true villain in this movie the whole time until you find, I'm like, okay, so, you know, who's the bad guy, you know? And then, uh, you know, you're, you're finally presented you're like, okay, it's actually Ernesto de la Cruz. Um, you know, it's not his great, great grandfather. It's actually Hector, um, who's been forgotten. So, I mean, like, yeah, I thought that was clever enough. It was, it was a good way. They kind of wrap that up and, um, yeah, most of the time, you, you know, you, you, the villain was essentially like his family, who was, you know, sh- you know, trying to suppress his, you know, wanting to be this musician, like like he, his great great grandfather that he thought was his grandfather. Um, so I was just like, okay, so the villains like his his family, and then the villains kind of like. It's it's like the same thing once he gets to the, to the the land of the dead, um, but then yeah once once the shoe drops and it's Ernesto de la Cruz, I was like that makes sense because I knew there had to be something more to this because it was like pretty bland up until that point, so like one th- that definitely helped I thought the story once they had that reveal.
0: Yeah, I I just found for me the reveal was so, it was. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Toy Story 2, when you find out that, uh, that I mean, and you know it's happening, but when you find out that Kelsey Grammer's uh, Stinky Pete is just a big old asshole, <laughs> like, you're like, god damn, okay, like, trying to lock Jesse in the box and shit. Like, I just, it, it, you know it's coming, you, you know, because you're right, there's no villain, you're kind of sitting there like, okay, he needs to get home, but there's got to be, you know, a roadblock in order for him to not get home immediately. Right, yeah. So, and I thought the way that Miguel, uh, when his, uh, he has such a big family, I'm sorry, I'm trying to keep it all straight, when his, uh, I believe it's his grandma, uh, breaks his guitar, it's a pretty fucked up moment, I was like, wow, that is really shitty, and when he like yells at his parents, and says, I hate you, I don't want to be a part of this family, I went, yeah kid, I don't blame you, because they broke your fucking guitar like a bunch of dickheads, so it, you get why he runs away. But at the same time, when you figure out, you know, what happened, what's going, been happening for family, you figure, you understand why the parents are so hesitant uh, for him to, uh, to pursue music. It in no way uh, excuses their behavior, by the way. I'm way I'm more on McGill's side than the shitty parents who broke his fucking instrument like dickheads. But um, you at least understand where the parents are coming from, which is a really right. tough balancing act to strike too. you. Yeah. You can always lean one way more than the other. And yeah, I don't know. I think they found like a, a damn near perfect balance for that. Um, and then, <laughs> and we, we I, I've, I've mentioned it, but the music in here is just so goddamn wonderful. And uh, when Hector is supposedly forgotten, and Miguel starts singing the song that Hector would sing to uh, Co- uh, Coco when she was a kid. Dude, I-, I lost it, man. Like, that was what put me over the edge. Mm-hmm. I like, God. Uh, and the thing is, I knew it was coming. So I was trying really hard to prepare myself <laughs> to, yeah. to just not cry. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. I'm like, fuck you, Disney. You're not getting me. Yeah. And then I just... They always get
1: you. Especially Pixar. They, they,
0: they Dude, that Disney, the, the Disney magic, man. It's a real thing. Well, I mean, it's they just... just
1: it's... When, when they can just, like, throw, you know, like, old people in there and, and you, you know, like, people dying or, like, you know, just, like, losing people that you love or whatever. Like, the, the way they do it in the start of Up, I mean, it's just absolute cheap shot. You know, they just oh. gut you, like, right when you start that movie. <laughs> they just absolutely gut you. And it's just, it's just, yeah, same thing on a couple of things here.
0: Yeah, I mean, and... And in, in, in even the picture reveal, when you see Hector's, like, face, like, put back on the picture, and, like, it's like, oh, God damn it! it's like Disney, it's like, I hate you. So, I, I understand why some people admittedly will roll their eyes and be like, oh, this is dumb. I mean, I don't know. Like, I get people do that, but I, th- I think that, I think if you're looking for stuff to complain about, you have to look pretty hard to find stuff to complain about. That's, like, like, story-wise. That's like wrong or that this movie does incorrectly um is it a cliche story yes in that sense is it point by numbers yeah kinda but but it doesn't really matter because there's so many tropes that have been done by now at this point there's very few things that are truly original it's more about the execution and execution this movie is damn near flawless so kind of wrapping up here and getting my final thoughts i'll save you for last uh I was crying at points in this movie, but when I'm weeping, and I mean weeping to a point where I I I ran out of that theater once it was over, so I could just not have people staring at me like, oh god, who's that? Who's that big old loser crying in the corner? Uh, I, dude, I, I just I enjoyed everything about it. That the music is great, the animation is top notch, uh, the voice acting is incredible. Um, Everything that needed to be great about this movie was great about this movie. And if a movie makes me weep, I got to give it a fan-fucking-tastic. So this is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. Uh, Colin, your your final thoughts and your great, kind, sir.
1: Wow. Yeah. You like this movie way more than me. And I didn't want to, like, have this podcast turn into... Like, you clearly really, really like this movie. And I don't, like, dislike it so much that, like, I feel like I need to argue against it. So I didn't want to, like butt in on a lot of the parts that I disagreed with you on but I definitely didn't like this movie as much as you and so, when I'm thinking about really why the main reasons—no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm I'm yeah, getting, I'm kidding. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> and it, like, I, I, dude, it, it, it sucks that I did kind of feel handcuffed on this. That I was just like, oh man, I don't, I don't think I could even really talk about what I don't like because it's just going to come off as just like some ignorant white dude. No, but
0: no, 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 your, your last name's not Trump. So, human. Yeah. What did you- yeah, I
1: didn't <laughs> vote for that guy. So i no, I'm in the clear
0: yeah
1: so what did you not like just humor me real quick. well yeah so like so what, one of my main things was that like a lot of it was just like kind of boring to me because i didn't feel any like immediate peril any like there wasn't like things weren't urgent they weren't like pressing they kind of implemented like a back to the future thing where he was turning to a skeleton but that almost feel felt like it was kind of like just brushing it off because they're like oh man we should probably put some kind of urgency in here they're like oh well let's make him be turned into a skeleton i thought that was kind of like an after thought but like for 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 while like the movie was progressing um like i like the the things i i really like about the movie is definitely like the family values the way that he's like really focusing on like you know i need to follow my dreams but like the main point of the movie is that like you need to appreciate your family like that's the most important thing is family Like, that really highlights, like, the, you know, the culture that they're trying to represent. Like, family is everything. That's, like, the Day of the Dead is all about appreciating your family that's gone. Like, I love that. I love the way they do that. But, like, as far as the actual, like, A to B to C, like, as the movie progresses, like, I just, like, wasn't riveted, you know, the whole time. And I was thinking, I was, like, there's no main villain. You know, it's his family. Like, that was, like, one of my main complaints. And then, like, there wasn't, like, a lot of personality to me. There wasn't, like, like, Hector, I feel like... Like really, they couldn't make him like the scoundrel that I wanted him to be. Like where like I felt like he could have been this big, overbearing kind of like personality, like that that was like you know just bringing life to every scene because they didn't want to make him a bad guy in the long run too much. Because obviously at at the big reveal, you find out like oh okay he's actually the great great grandfather. He's the good guy in all this. You can't make him this big scoundrel. I get that. Um, And then, like, once they did reveal the villain, that it was Ernesto de la Cruz, the movie got way better at that point for me. But there was this long run where I just was, like, wasn't riveted. I was, like, kind of almost bored. And it really, like, lands very well at the end. And it's very emotional, definitely. Like, I love, like, that's what Pixar does. It makes everything, like, very real, very emotional, very, you know, gives you the feels, as you put it. (laughs) So, like, I like all that stuff. But, like, I kept comparing it to, like, in my mind, I was just, like, thinking about, like, like a movie like Aladdin, where you have, like, the genie, like, this amazing, like, funny, oh, like, bigger than life personality coming in, like, moving things along, you know, they had the dog. The dog was, you know, I was thinking, like, oh, the dog's kind of, like, Abu or the or the rug or something, you know, he was funny, like, just... Carpet, d- thank you. Or carpet, yeah, sorry. <laughs> God, rug. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, so... I I just thought it was lacking personality. I didn't think it was funny. Like, nothing, there wasn't, they weren't, there wasn't a lot of stuff that made me laugh. Like, you know, usually Disney has, like, a lot of funny stuff in it. Um, So I didn't think it was very funny either. So, like, all of that just led to kind of, like, a long, kind of drawn out movie for, like, the main chunk of the middle part for me and like honestly like when I walked out I was like I, I like what they were doing I like everything about it but dude this just isn't for me this isn't like a movie that like I would think back and I would want to see and like walking out like dude that that movie was a B for me that's not it's not it's not as but like I, I hear why you love it and that's why I didn't want to like turn this into like <laughs> me shitting all over it for the whole review
0: so it, so if Miguel was named like Kathy you'd like him you more basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Alright. Right. Fair, fair, fair enough. You're not cultured. That's fine. No, I, know I. You know, it's see, and that, th- that. like
1: that's the bullshit. Is like I know <laughs> that I know that more people agree with me, but like no one's gonna say it because that's the immediate thing that's gonna get thrown in their face. Like racist. Not you know, like you, you, you all, all you like is like American. Like what you want, you like the whitewash stuff. And like that's that that's what really sucks too. Like that, like you know. Like, a movie like this, in my opinion, which could have been better, you know, will we'll get away with being, you know, not as good as it could have been.
0: You know, you know it's funny, though, honestly, like, I, I, and I'm totally giving you shit, I don't, you're, you're not racist at all, I mean, you've kind of hung it over my big lips for years, but I, but, <laughs> I, I, but I, it does suck to that extent. I dude, I remember when, uh, oh god, I'm trying to think of the, of the female movie. I'm totally blinking, but there's some, like, female-driven movie. And I remember thinking, I told my friends, I'm like, this is stupid. Uh, oh, dope, because they're doing that Ocean's Eleven remake. And I was talking to my friend about it. he's like, oh, it's an all-female cast. I'm like, oh, that's stupid. My friend was like, what? my friend's like, oh, why is it stupid? And I was like, there's just no reason to do it. I thought the same thing about Ghostbusters. I didn't care it was an all-female cast. It wasn't funny. you know. But that's the first thing people do. It's like, oh, you didn't like it because it's all girls. It's like, no, that's not why. It's because it wasn't a good fucking movie. That's why we didn't like Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's, it's- and that that
1: movie that movie was worse to me because it was trying to be funny, and it wasn't funny. Like, I'm just that's saying, funny. like, this movie wasn't funny. I don't really think they were trying super hard to be. There was, there was a couple funny moments, but... There was no, like, big, funny personality, you know, in the character. I feel like if they had, like, y- you know, like a, like a Latino comedian voicing somebody, like a big name in, in, you know, comedy voicing one of these characters, you could have got a lot of personality out of one of these characters, and I don't think they did that.
0: Hey, you know what, though? I mean, your complaints, I mean, while I don't agree with them, they're not, like, un- they're not unfounded. It's not you just pulling shit out of your ass. So, like, I can't even be mad at you for saying this shit. Like, I... I get it, and I've talked to some people who said, "Yeah, like yeah, I enjoyed it, but they love it." But, like I said, if a movie makes me weep, it's kind of a fan fucking task by default. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, if if I were to go lower, which I'm not, but I I I would at least give this an A minus. Like, I mean, yeah, for for me personally, I mean, I might change my mind, you know, in eight months on the fan fucking dastic. But, like I said, I left that theater and I was feeling better. I actually went home and listened to the score while I was play, uh, while I was cooking tacos. I'm kidding,
1: but the music's very good. It, I mean, it's all very mariachi, but I mean, it's 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 really good though.
0: Yeah, but it's like the best mariachi. Or there's some like
1: flamin- there's like some flamenco guitar too. I mean, it's it's good, definitely good stuff. It's like beautiful guitar work throughout the movie.
0: Yeah, so I mean, kudos to kudos to them on the soundtrack. Yeah, now, but. there,
1: I mean, pictures always money on that. Like I said, dude, it sounds amazing. It's fucking looks amazing. Like it's a beautiful, like great sounding movie. Like you, like you can't go wrong with throwing this on for the kids. Like they're gonna fucking love it.
0: Yeah, I mean. Like I said, I mean, in 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 a world where Cars 3 exists, I would put this on for, if I had a kid. Oh yeah, I'd put this on. Ca- cars
1: is be Cars before. is in the C or lower range. This is better than Cars.
0: Yeah, I you know because it's like hey kids, like you can have fun and you can be cultured. Like and yeah. plus tamales, tamales are fucking delicious. I could go for tamale right now. Yeah. As 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 high as I am, I could go for tamale yeah. right now. That's yeah, see, Cars fun.
1: is a situation where they they like did what i'm talking about and got that comedian to voice a character and it went horribly wrong because they got larry the fucking cable guy
0: okay i think calling larry cable guy a comedian is kind of a stretch but I can't well, he was he was on the
1: blue collar comedy tour that's how he started I doing stand up
0: a, i don't give a fuck he's just not just
1: yeah but no yeah he's well i mean he's not funny so it's hard yeah, to be a comedian like this- if you're not funny
0: yeah, it's like Cedric the Entertainer, which I think is the most ironic name, <laughs> like maybe ever. It's Did like, you not like no. him? Yeah, I was like, I'm Cedric. I'm the. And I'm here to entertain you. It's like I saw Code Name the Cleaner, and you're a shitty fucking actor and a shittier comedian. So you don't entertain me. And, ugh, God, just sorry. <laughs> <I mean>, anyway, <laughs> yeah. back to Coco. But right. guys, I I would like to get people's thoughts on what you thought about Coco. So please let us. Because I've heard some people say, like, this is their, like, top three. Yeah.
1: No, I, I definitely feel like I'm on an island. Like, even looking through, like, reviews online, like, people fucking love this movie. And, like, you know, I'm probably wrong. But this is just, like, that's how I felt leaving... I'm definitely on an island, though.
0: <laughs> what I will say, though, too, like, to your... Like, to, to, to stick up for you here a little bit, I, I do think that Pixar is such a brand now that people are almost afraid to criticize it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I think I people mean,
1: criticize cars, pretty much, but that's just, like, because it's, you know, kind of centered around the South, and it's easy to pick on the South.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, like, I mean, you say that, but, I mean, we both really enjoyed Logan Logan Lucky. So. Oh, hell yeah. I
1: mean, loved Logan yeah, Lucky.
0: Yeah, that that
1: might be on my top ten list, but... Um, oh, that's on mine,
0: 100%. But, uh, my, my nigga C. Tate's, but... <laughs> uh, but, but uh, <laughs> I fucking love that movie, but uh, I would love to get people's thoughts on this. So please, let us know what you thought about Coco in the comments below. You can uh, follow us here on uh, SoundCloud, Podbean, and iTunes at The Real Pineapple. You can follow us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow Yours Truly on the Twitter at Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First, and you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neil. And guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up for. Some of our favorite Christmas movies this weekend, which I'm really excited about, because I I don't need an excuse to watch Die Hard. <laughs> I just watched it on Thanksgiving, but oh, nice, hell yeah, I'll, but hell yeah, I'll watch Die Hard again. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I'll review up for Die Hard. Um, Scott's picking the movie he's gonna have us review for Christmas and Jingle All the Way, which I've been wanting review on this podcast for so long. I actually wanted to review it last year, and I just kind of went, eh, okay. But oh, I'm so excited! We're gonna review all the way up. to be great. It's a great movie. And then movie. I believe it. Ah, it, oh, so good. And then, uh, and then I believe Disaster Artist comes out next week, so we'll have a review up for that. And um, I'm gonna have a review up for my first uh, uh episodes of The Runaways, uh, which is on Hulu. Another Marvel show. God, Marvel has so much shit out right
1: now. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Meryl.